Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. Hello, and welcome back to The Missing Piece podcast, everybody. Welcome back. Fun one today. We're going to talk yeah, a little bit tactical, but also more lifestyle. In lifestyle integration, how to take the tactics, the boring stuff, the, the macros and the weight loss and all that stuff. And what does that actually look like in a real life that doesn't suck? Right. <laughs> because so many times we think, oh, people, people think of, you know, health and fitness and they're like, yeah, I mean, that looks fun, but like it also, it, it looks fun to have that body, but also it would just suck to eat. A thousand calories worth of broccoli every day. And what would I do with my friends? And we're going to answer that question for you because it's just not, it does not have to be that way. So, you don't have to give things up. No. Anywho. Where can they find us, Paul? They can, if you just want to see what we're up to outside of this podcast, I strongly recommend you go to missingpiecepodcast.com. You can, there's a link to our free Facebook group. That's probably the best way to get to know us. Um, you can see when our next anti-diet course is coming up. And in general, just see all the stuff that we've got going on on the web. And then also, do me a solid, quick favor. If you find this podcast valuable and you want to help more people find it, please leave us a review. That would be very helpful. Share some takeaways. Share uh, the podcast with a friend. Leave us a review. Those help more people find the podcast and um, digest our valuable information. <laughs> so, Ange, do you want to start? Yeah. You kind of knew the topic. It, it came from a question from one of your clients. So I think that's where we'll I, start. I think that's where we should start. Okay. I've been getting some really great questions from this particular client and she's really starting to understand her nutrition and her likes and her loves and her dislikes with food and how it actually now is responding in correlation to what her weight is doing. Mm -hmm. So eating maybe in different environments outside of her own, whether she is socializing, so maybe going to a restaurant or bringing carry out in, mm -hmm. maybe going to family members or friends' houses for dinner. And she is really understanding that the foods that she eats majority of the time on her own, in her own environment, are pretty consistent day to day. So her body knows how to mm -hmm. respond to them pretty well. And she is seeing her weight stay very flatlined and then drop because mm -hmm. she is, she's managing it more, right? The mm -hmm. more we can measure, the more we can manage or mm -hmm. yeah, I said that, right? You, the more, you can only manage what you measure. Yeah. And so she can really manage it on her end because she has more control of it. And then she has noticed she'll get some fluctuations. Mm -hmm. Uh, on the scale when she is not in her own environment, managing and measuring Got on it. her own. And so it was kind of a cool thing for her to see. Cause she asked me, she's like, do you think I should stop eating at friend's house or family members or whatever it is and stop going out to eat? Uh, if I want to see the weight stay pretty steady. And I was like, great question. Great question. I'm going to do that on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, because there's there's a few things to unpack, right? So just 
just as always, it's like, we're not going to give you a straight answer. Yep. We're going to give you all the angles to look at it and let you decide for yourself, which this, this one, I think there's, there's a few angles that take a few more minutes to discuss. So you want me to share my angles? Share your angles first. I think we share similar angles (laughs) because it's asking yourself some questions. It's, It's asking yourself some questions. So first of all, first concept or actually before we even go there, let's start here. We're not a, f- a fluctuation on the scale, especially daily, especially daily fluctuations. doesn't matter. We're not after a consistent linear weight loss. We're after long-term fat loss and maintenance. And so if you have a meal and you see the scale go up a pound the next day, you did not gain a pound of fat. Right. You absolutely did not unless you overate by like seven. Wait, no. 3,500 calories 3, equals one pound yeah. of body fat. Right. Okay. So unless you overate by 3,500 calories, which is, is just unlikely that you did. And so, that's on top of your maintenance. On top of your maintenance. Right. So you didn't gain a pound of fat. So what? what What's you, happening? In, in fact, if you stuck to your numbers and <clears throat> you ate at a restaurant, let's just say, and there's more sodium or, or different ingredients than you're used to, you could have actually lost fat while the scale fluctuates up a pound. What's happening there? It's water. It's water retention. You know, so under the surface, you mean that 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 whatever percentage or, or weight of fat that you actually lost, it just isn't showing up on the scale because there was a fluctuation in water weight. Right. There's an increase and, in water weight. And water weight can almost make you feel like, mm-hmm. or it can actually physically look like sometimes you've gained weight on mm-hmm. the scale, but that's not what's going on. It's not what's going on. So, Know that like you have to you have to start by just knowing that logically, because so many of us before they start working with us, we're emotionally tied to the scale. So we see I'm doing everything right. And it went up and it's, it creates this whole emotional roller coaster. So that's why we try to get you into data as soon as possible to just remove the emotion. Right. Because every action they take is for the outcome of the scale the next day. Right. If we can. Yeah. If we can get them to look at it logically and what's Before going on. Before they work with us, every action they take is. For yes. The, yes. Yes. Right. And we're trying to get them to understand big picture. Big what's picture going on. In, in long term. So. So, so there's that. We're, we're after fat loss and it could absolutely still be happening even with these fluctuations on the scale in um, water weight. So know that. Know that. Um, logically. And then secondly, you got to ask yourself, what do I want and what is my sweet spot? So when we say sweet spot, that's something we talk about in our course quite a bit. It's, a really, it's actually a really important concept to everything that we do. Because if you wanted to step on stage as a bodybuilding competitor and get to 5% body fat as a man or 10% body fat as a woman, you would not be able to eat out. You would not want to do those. You would not want to have those restaurant meals where you couldn't exactly measure what was going into it, where you'd have these water weight fluctuations. You you would not be able to do that. And that's one end of the spectrum. Now, the other end of the spectrum is saying, I actually don't care what I look like at all, nor do I care about my weight, nor do I care about anything else. So I'm just going to eat entirely for pleasure. I like when you say it's like a, when you're in college. <laughs> like, like when you're in college, for example, when you literally don't give a shit. Um, I think it's a really good example. Yeah. Right? It's just entirely for, for pleasure. Like, what are we doing for dinner tonight? Like, well, let's have Whatever, ten, chicken yeah. wings, and then go and out then and drink, beers. and then go out and drink ten beers, and then need a pizza as a snack, like that's, at two in the morning, right? So, I mean, that would be the other end of the spectrum. 
most of us as grownups are somewhere in between. We don't care about being as lean as a fitness model or a bodybuilder. We don't care about, um, or, or we, we do, but we do care enough to, like, to want to look fit. To want to look fit. Yeah. So we don't have, you know, so there, there's a happy medium. And we're like where we're at in between those two points is individual for everybody. And it's also individual for where you're at in your life right now. Right? So continuing on, I would say if you. Well, just looking at this particular client with her sweet spot, mm-hmm. she's new to this. Right. And so she's in momentum and she's in momentum. Yes. And, so, and she's wanting to see the loss and right. she's understanding the big picture and where it's taking her. So, so, yeah. So even if she logically knows that I didn't gain a pound of fat last night, even if she logically knows that maybe she just doesn't like the, the way that it feels to see that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, Hey, this is something I can control. And I, and I like that little mini gratification of the scale going down each day and I don't or or, or maybe it's just I dislike the feeling of that it momentum popping up feeling like it's taking a step back cool then don't do restaurants right now right you can I'm not saying never do a restaurant again but if that if you really really enjoy that feeling then don't do that right now because then, you can do it later and then we can reintroduce it later if you want mm-hmm. cool or if you don't care about it it in the restaurants is either something you really enjoy or there's some massive part of your social life, you know, then accept it and enjoy that part of your social life. Yeah. Cause we have a lot of people that are very, very social and they, mm-hmm. you know, were the old weekend sabotage where people thought on Monday when the scale would be like three to four pounds, like heavier. And they thought they gained that amount in body fat. Now that our clients can look at it logically, they can still stay in their numbers all weekend long, but they're eating a lot of foods they don't eat normally during Mm -hmm. the week. And they're having more oils at restaurants and they're drinking more. So meaning their sleep might not be as good. So yeah, the weight might be higher come Monday. I also notice weights are higher on Monday because we start the work week Mm -hmm. and people wake up earlier Mm -hmm. and they're going into the work week, maybe a little bit more stressed knowing it's starting. And so, but they can use that information to say, Hey, I don't mind starting on Monday with a higher weight because I just get right back to my normal foods. Same number I had over the weekend. And that water weight comes right back down, Mm -hmm. but they, they're not willing to give up their social life and that's okay too. Whereas other people, yeah. We, I, I mean, I work with several people who, you know, their dating life is huge. Their dating life is absolutely huge. Like either whether it's a second marriage or it's their, it's the first marriage. Like they're, they're, you know, I don't know how to say that. Like sometimes people get divorced or lose spouses and when they're ready to get back out there, they're ready. And, you know, dating is how you vet somebody. They don't want to, they don't want to miss the courtship because that that's more important. Finding a partner is more important for them. And the way that the courtship works in this world often involves dating in restaurants. Mm-hmm. And they're just not willing to miss out on that. And you also see that with our uh, people that we coach that their kids are all in college. So they're empty nesters and they have more time to they, date well, again. They're dating their current spouse. Yeah. Da- yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's sure. cool, right? Sure, and they're yeah. like, that's a big part of their relationship yeah. again. Yeah. So, so that's cool. That, that's fine either way. You know, whatever you want. But then... <clears throat> you just have to understand what's going on. So, yeah, as long as you understand what's going on, then you can actually make the informed choice of, do I, do I want the momentum 
of really knowing everything I eat, never having water weight fluctuations, um, or do am I okay with having these little fluctuations, but knowing that my long term trend is still on point, and, and also getting to do these things that I want? And of course, there's always there's you you decide what level is acceptable for you, and then of course there's always a third option, which is deciding like, hey, you know, these experiences are awesome, or I should say these dates or these family get togethers or whatever are awesome. Is the experience the most important part in the conversation? That's a big one. Or is food more important? Is food or drink part of the experience? Right. You know, because a lot of times we get in our head. If I go meet this buddy, I have to have a beer. Or if I go out on a date, I have to go get food or whatever. If I have I, to have the appetizer and the entree and the Yeah, dessert. if I go to a family gathering, I have to eat what they serve. Well, there's ways around it, you know. First of all, you don't like you can go to a bar and order a, a water or a diet coke. Because I, no I, one's I, actually feeding or right. <laughs> serving you the drink. Like you're mm-hmm. doing that yourself. Yeah, and 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 I'm going to be real with you. There's plenty of times <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. A friend, uh, another friend and I talk about this because there are, because guys are not good at friendship. So as you get into your thirties and closer to 40, it's really hard for guys to maintain friendships. And there's, there's some, (laughs) there's some people you feel like you can't hang out with if you're, if there's no alcohol involved. And so I don't, I don't feel this way about this certain friend and he doesn't feel that way about me. So he's like, Hey, if you don't mind, can we just like, not drink together so I could save that. <laughs> so if I could save the, the booze ones for like my high school friends who I literally can't feel like I can't be around them without drinking. Right. It makes you feel a little bit more yeah. comfortable. And so, so we literally like meet in the middle of the day and have coffee and it's fine. And it's, and we're just as good of friends. Right. And we, we used to drink a bunch of beers together. Now we do it doesn't matter. Also I've been around people where it's like half and half, like they're not coming over to the house because of kids or whatever. We're not going to meet up in the middle of the day because of logistics. So we're meeting up at night. They can drink whatever they want. I'm going to drink water. Yeah. Right? Because I got to work the next day. And, it's, and it, they're not even thinking about it. Yeah. So back to the experience. It's right. really like. The conversation is what I want. The conversation. Yes. I just want to so crack jokes and hang out. If you're going out with a couple other couples, is it more that you're going out and you get some you time with your partner and with other friends. And maybe if you have kids, you're not having to run around and chase them or mm-hmm. clean up after them or yourself. Is it more about that, right? That somebody else is serving you and taking care mm-hmm. of you? Or is it literally you're going to a restaurant where they are known for their menu? Like you got to understand mm-hmm. like what you actually want out of it. And that's huge too. Those are questions you can ask yourself. So if you're someone who's like, should I not go to the restaurant? Well, could you just go if you still want to keep yourself in check and just order the piece of white fish in the mm-hmm. vegetable and be fine? Probably. You can do that. Yeah. And I just want to throw it out there. You can absolutely do that, but like people, sometimes people take that advice is that's what I do all the time. You what? know, order the white fish and the whatever. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, and I do that sometimes. But we, no, we pick and choose. And sometimes I, sometimes I go in. Sometimes I go in hard. Like I was this, this Friday, I was, I was at a work conference, like a mastermind type deal. And I didn't eat all day. So I'm just fired up because I got 2,200 calories to blow and we go to a steakhouse. And I'm just like so excited about that. 
And there, there's this steak on the menu. It's a tomahawk ribeye from Snake River Farms, which is like 10 miles from my brother's house. Like, it's awesome. So I get this ribeye and it's like literally 1,700 calories. Cool. Out of my 2,200. Then I get two Manhattans. <laughs> we're, pro- we're probably right there at my 2,200. Yeah. You know what I mean? The server comes out. We're, we're right at my 2,200 and I'm low on protein. The server comes out and he's like, we are famous. We are famous for our butter cake. I'm like, dude, you're famous for it. And I'm in a state that I'm not normally in. I had the butter cake. And it's called butter cake. I mean, <laughs> you don't really get that yeah. very often. I, I just want to interject because it's like, here's the thing. The, the night before, I got fajita. I got chicken fajitas. Well, that's what, I, yeah, you know that's what, what I'm mean? trying to say. You can like, pick and choose like, if it's the restaurant yeah. that it's known for. Like I was at this restaurant and I'm like, this restaurant doesn't really, it's not really doing it for me, but I'm, I'm here because I want to hang out with these people and continue our conversations from the mastermind group. And I'll just get something that's very easy to fit my numbers. It's chicken and vegetables, right? But then when we went to the steakhouse, which is kind of my jam. That's like my thing. I'm like, I'm going to dive in. So I was on both ends of that within 24 hours of each other. Right. I just want to throw it out there. Yeah, I, I know. But yeah. I, that's what I was trying to say. Like, you you could choose to stay closer to what you have at home if you're wanting to keep winning that momentum. Yeah. And if you're someone who doesn't care about the fluctuation, get yeah. something that you don't normally have. And like for like water weight fluctuations, I think the other big thing is... When you get them, sometimes it takes a while to get them down. And so mm-hmm. you also don't want to be reactive, right? And then right. just start cutting your calories even lower because mm-hmm. you think that you've gained weight. And I, we were just mm-hmm. on a walk and I said to you, for the past, what, six to eight weeks, I think I've been at the exact same number with my coach. So I'll just throw out a number. I've been at like 1600 calories because mm-hmm. we didn't want to change anything because my weight was doing crazy things with this move, right? With stress. Mm-hmm. mental stress, physical stress, all mm-hmm. of the above. And had I kind of just watched that water weight fluctuation stay that high and got upset and just been like, screw it. Now I'm just going to eat more food or whatever. I was actually losing body fat like that mm-hmm. entire time. You were. Mm-hmm. And I held on tight and I stayed upwards of four to five pounds heavier. I'm doing little like quotation marks than I mm-hmm. normally am because I knew I was eating foods that were out of my norm. I mm-hmm. wasn't in my own kitchen. I wasn't sleeping in my own bed. I wasn't sleeping period because I was doing <laughs> logistics in my head all day long. Yeah. We moved our family, our business, but I knew all I had to do was just stay with that number. Cause logically I understood what was going on with the scale and I wasn't being reactive because of it. I wasn't like, drop me to 1300. I need to burn some fat. I knew it was water weight. And I, sure enough, we've been here for one week in Austin and I have dropped four and a half pounds of water weight on the scale overnight. It just happened. And now it's staying there because that stress, the physical from the food, Mm -hmm. the mental and emotional because of the move, it just dropped. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you also have to just understand, like, hang on tight, right? Like, even though it can be frustrating, you will get the result that you want. Mm -hmm. You just have to keep on plan. You know what I mean? Totally. And like, I was okay. I was going out to eat at all different places that we mm. normally don't eat. I was having tons of different food and drinks I don't well, normally and, have. And like, how many nights a week were we eating barbecue when we were down here? Lots of sodium from barbecue. Lots of sodium in barbecue. That there's, and that's like one of my favorite foods, but it definitely makes your weight spike. Oh, yeah. And if you care, you care. If you don't, you don't. You know, so again, if it was, if I was like, I'm going to the pool tomorrow, 
I might, I might tighten the reins a bit. I might not go in on barbecue because it's going to make my abs a little bit less visible with that waterway. I'm, I'm, I'm shallow like that, and I'm okay to admit it. Yeah, we both are. We're going to do a little photo shoot. Yeah. You better believe we're going to be eating all of our food at yeah, home that but week. But like most of the time, I, I don't really. I should. It just drips in and out. Yeah. You know, Which, the, by the way, side note, because you were gone last week, mm-hmm. you're going to the farmers market with me this week because they had. All smoked barbecue from Metcalf. So if you're listening, it was really good. And a cinnamon roll. And again, I didn't care. I was like, this cinnamon roll and this barbecue was so good. It's my first week in Texas. Mm. So you will pick and choose. Like I was feeling the vibe of the live music and the smell of the meat and the smell of the cinnamon roll. And that was it. That was the experience. It was like the whole thing coming together. I was like, I'm going to have that. And I'm going to have a little water weight fluctuation. And I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I think... There's one more tactical point I want to get back to about the question. But like before I do that, I just want to emphasize this, the, the point of the sweet spot, you know, it and how it shifts over time. Mm-hmm. And so there's that. So it shifts over time. Like we're an experience in a new town and a new farmer's market. Like, hell yeah, you were feeling that vibe. Like oh, get after it. And then also, you know, in terms of when I say I don't care, what, it's not that I don't care. What I mean is that I see being able to stay within a certain range of leanness over the long term very very easy like incredibly easy you know and especially once you get where you want to be then you know the fluctuations are kind of smaller but when we look at data points when we look at trends, I guess that's what I'm looking at is trends I you know I was I was higher percentage body fat I didn't want to be there anymore. I got extremely serious and got down to a very low percentage of body fat within about 12 weeks, you know, and then from there, I just kind of maintain and maintaining just means like there's 365 days in a year, two to three meals a day, you know? So if I go to a farmer's market and I have a cinnamon roll in a, in barbecue, a, I might even be able to keep that within my numbers, but B, if I go over that overage just doesn't matter if I, if, if it's like, I'd say one data point in 365 days, but like even once a week, you're talking about 52 data points out of, or, you know, what, you know, what am I trying to say here? One day out of every 52 weeks, Mm -hmm. you're talking about 52 data points out of 365. Like in the grand scheme of things, you can still trend in the direction you want to trend without feeling like you're blowing your progress every single time you gain water weight or go over your calories or whatever. Yeah. If you got a tight goal, you need a tight plan. Once you're in maintenance. You got a little more flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and I think it's, it's cool to understand like the data points we're looking at those trends over time. Mm-hmm. Why we don't care about the individual daily weight is because mm-hmm. of these water weight fluctuations. Mm-hmm. So we only look at your average weight for the week because mm-hmm. you might change every day. Your food might change every day. Your stress levels might change every day. And so as long as it's trending down, if you're trying to lose weight over time, week mm-hmm. to week, you're going in the right direction. If you're trying to stay at the same weight, it's within like a few pounds, one to three pounds yeah. for fluctuations of maintenance. So, and, and I'm going to tell you for me, like my nutrition and, and my fitness has been on maintenance since like October, you know, really kind of laxed, like done enough to keep me where I want to be, but not really pushing forward, being pretty lax because I didn't have the bandwidth to restrict myself. You know, I didn't like, I wanted to use food and booze as comfort to be quite honest with you. 
Slash, because again, we're human. We slash celebration. Like I was I actually had this conversation the other day. I was like, the thing is like, I've been drinking a lot more, not like getting wasted all the time, but I've been drinking a lot more, like more frequently, I should say smaller amounts more frequently. But here's the thing why I don't, it's not a big deal because it's not a stress mechanism. It's actually a celebratory mechanism. Like if, like when I'm sitting out of our brand new house, grilling steaks as the sun goes down, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to crack a beer. Yeah. You know? Anyway, that being said, I've been on a maintenance for so long and now there's finally some semblance of structure and routine in our life. Like we're settled. Well, now it's freaking game on. I'm going to go make some progress and get super lean. Not because I have to or because I hate myself, but because to me that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. So it's really, like you said, it's, it's all about what you want Mm -hmm. and asking yourself the questions of what makes sense right now with your sweet spot. And sometimes it's going to be tightening up the reins and sometimes you're going to be okay with a little bit of flexibility. So, and I wanted to go back to the last tactical point was family gatherings. You can bring your own food to family gatherings. Yeah. First of all, offer to bring something for everybody. And then you just know that, Hey, there's that thing. I can, I know exactly what's in that and I can manage that. And I can load up on the protein or whatever. And then and most people don't make enough protein. So I always bring a protein right. dish. And it's just super easy. It's not offensive. No. You're like, Hey, I'm going to bring, you know, I'm going to, can I bring a dish basically? So get their permission, get them in on it. And if you're like, no, don't bring anything. Be like, well, I'm going to anyway. Because, you know, I'll bring this to share. And people are appreciative of it. People are appreciative. And they and if you just share what you're trying to do and ask for support, like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm watching what I eat. I need to get more protein, so I'm going to bring it. Yeah. You know, don't you stress. I'm going to still have grandma's dessert or whatever, you know. But, like, the family gathering is the family gathering. Family being the key word. Right. Right? It's not a cookie exchange. It's not a donut exchange. It's it's a family gathering. So go, to the, go gather as a family and... Eat, eat whatever you want that's going to make you feel good. Yeah. Right? I think that's a big one. Yeah. So that was that was the tactical note. But I, I, I'd say the biggest takeaway is just like the sweet spot and kind of just knowing what you want, what's important to you, and then you can make your own decision. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a big overarching thing, but specifically in this case too. Cool. Cool. All right, guys. That's all we got for today. Leave that review, please. Talk to you soon.